0: Welcome to the Creative South podcast. I'm your host, Jason Frostholm. Today we're kicking off a series of short conversations recorded live at Creative South 2017. In this episode, I talk with Scott Fuller of Studio Temporary and Alex Lazarus, a senior brand designer at Twitch.tv. We all secretly, and some of us openly, know that we have a deep love for stickers. Whenever we go to Creative South, we come home with a massive sticker haul and we feel like kids again. But why do we have to wait another year for this feeling? Luckily, Slaptastic can give you that feeling each and every month. Direct to your mailboxes. Each month, you'll receive a pack of six limited edition theme stickers that you can enjoy and share with your friends and family. Head on over to www.slaptastic.com/cs17 and sign up today with a special offer just for you. We've gone through and streamlined the Creative South Podcast Patreon page, cleaning out the excess and making it easier for you to support us. With options starting at just $1 per month, you can help support the podcast and even wind up with some cool Creative South podcast swag. Every dollar helps cover hosting costs, upgrade equipment, and keep the podcast going. When you become a Creative South patron, you'll get access to exciting Creative South news before anyone else, Creative South podcast stickers and t-shirts. So please help support the podcast and become a patron over at patreon.com slash creativesouth. So we are at the first day of Creative South, um, and I'm joined by Scott Fuller. Jason, good to see you again. Good to see you. So, so for people who aren't familiar with you, tell us a little bit about you. I'm a uh, graphic
1: designer and illustrator. I run a little uh, place called The Studio Temporary out of Atlanta, Georgia. Um, do everything from uh, identity design to illustrations to type design to products to, you know, you know whatever you guys can think of. So, if I haven't done it yet, I'll lie, tell you I know how to do it, and then figure out a way to make it happen.
0: <laughs> That's a perfect way to uh, go about business, isn't it? There it is. Fake it till you make it? <laughs> Absolutely. So... You know, I know. You know, we've been friends for a few years, um, a few, yeah. and 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 you recently started something uh, revolving around a uh, passion of yours. Something you did in college. Oh, yeah. Um, um what is it?
1: Uh, so, I used to play. You know, table tennis full time. I would train. I would uh, compete and travel uh, around kind of the southeast and and whatnot, and you know, play table tennis. Um, I had coaches and, you know, training and different things like that. And one of the things that I noticed just from my time in the clubs and uh, in the training halls and everything, everybody had, you know, you've got the big sponsors, your Butterfly, your Stiga and, you know, Donic and all the, that type of stuff. But nobody would ever wear any of their shirts outside of the training hall. No one would. Um, Were they just
0: really bad, or
1: so? It's like an '80s kind of design, but not in a good way. Um, <laughs> '80s design in the 2000s. Well, I mean, I mean, th- I mean, think about it. It's like you know, you, you if you've got a if you got a big if you've got a well known brand, you got a big brand like that. You can literally put anything on the t shirt, and then the art and supporters are going to buy it and, and sure. use it and and want to be uh, kind of associated with it. So, in a way, for me, it's it was a little lazy for me because some of the design like could be pushed like much farther i mean why does it just have to be something you can compete in i mean you can go to starbucks and -hmm. see the same thing that everybody worked out in the same folks that uh, same clothes that everybody did yoga in or whatnot and they're wearing them around no problem right you know bright colors i mean the colors have really had for me had nothing to do with it from them it was just the style of you know of the design so i said you know i've had enough so I decided to make my. I decided to make my own. Uh, tra- I called it a traject um, to Tableton and brand. Right now we just got t-shirts, and I'm working on a couple of other things. Uh, but I'm I built something that'll work for tournaments, work for in the training hall, and then something that you can just wear around and be cool. I mean, even Mike uh, Mike Jones was wearing one of my shirts uh, yesterday, sporting one yesterday. I saw that. Yeah. So. Um, I can kind of take it and do what I want with it. Um, I have the complete control over it, which is cool. So everything that I loved about table tennis and everything that I hated about table tennis, I could either use or not use, uh, in this, whatever colors I wanted. And, you know, my feedback, I've got my first, uh, sponsored, uh, quote unquote sponsored player. Nice. Uh, from my club in, uh, in East Cobb. And, um, I'm supposed to talk to him when I get back, um, you know, when I get back on Saturday and, uh, and see what he thought. So, well, you know, feedback. we'll see what happens, but, uh, I enjoy using it. Awesome.
0: So y- your, your, your business is called studio temporary. Correct. Um, tell, tell a little bit about the story behind that. And then I got a question that follows up with that. Okay. So the short version is, um,
1: I was helping build an old sign back in this, back in 2012, I was helping an old, this old sign, uh, maker build a sign for a restaurant that I just helped design in my hometown of uh, Noonan. And I had this awesome little, beautiful little back shop. I mean, the whole place was maybe, you know, 20 by 10 or something like that. So it wasn't that big at all. But I had this awesome just aura and table and all these different things all over the place. And it was about a couple minutes walking distance from where I lived at the time. So um, I asked him if I could use it his space Mm -hmm. after he left for the day, which is always going to start a really interesting conversation. But, uh, he agreed to it. And for a year and a half, um, he let me use it. Um, basically from the time he shut down at five o'clock till he came in the next morning at, you know, six or 7am, that workshop was mine. And for a year and a half, he never charged me a penny. So my first, um, my first night there, I said, I got to call this, this location something. So as a joke. I called it the studio temporary. (laughs) So yeah, it started out as a joke. So, um, (laughs) when, uh, I, I read a, um, um, an interview for one of my favorite designers, Alan Fletcher, uh, a couple of, couple of months later, and he was asked, um, one of the interviews right before he passed away, but, uh, you know, what is the most important tool in your studio was the question. And his answer was just simply, it's my head. So I thought, there's something to this. So I came up with the motto of good design wherever I happen to be. And I kind of built my own, my own brand. You know, I I enjoy doing that. I enjoy building brands for other people, you know, for, for my friends and whatnot. But when you get to work on something for yourself and you get to control every aspect of it, if you want to be funny, if you want to be, you know, weird, if you want to use, you know, bad colors or bad type or whatever, you know, but in your own fun way. Sure. You know, even if it's, you know, you can, you can do that. And, you know, I, I had a few folks question the name and whatnot, but you know, doesn't really matter because once again, it was something that I that I designed, something I came up with, and you know, something that I really enjoy. And now, um, what is it? Um, two weeks ago, I celebrated um, my two year anniversary of
0: running the studio full time. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you because the studio temporary isn't so temporary anymore it's it, you're you're not a freelancer anymore you've got a you've got a business you're not moonlighting i am not you you've you you've now got an office mm-hmm. um in switchyards switchyards downtown club in uh
1: there in there in atlanta uh, downtown atlanta um beautiful little spot and just uh you know a lot of fun little co-working space. I've got a space in there that's actually uh, just a little bit smaller than that back uh, than that back <laughs> workroom but it's uh, but it's fun I share it with a buddy and uh, he works on his own thing. I work on my own and uh, you know've I've got every everything once again it's kind of designed the the way I wanted it. It's got a couple of nice long tables in there mm. uh, that have all my books and all my junk and all my posters and and whatnot and plenty of place for me to sit down and just you know get a lot of stuff done.
0: Sure. So how have, since moving into the Switchyards and being in, and the switch, for people who don't know, the Switchyards is a kind of co-working space. So it's like a co-working, it's like a community for startups. Uh, everything
1: there is, um, is B2C, you know, business to consumer. Mm-hmm. So everybody there has a product, whether it's an app, whether it's, uh, you know a, a drink there's a couple of folks in there um one is a health drink one has like a sparkling water uh kind of thing or a uh, shipping business or um my buddies at landing lion they're like the Squarespace of landing pages they're incredible incredible mm-hmm. guys standard code doing incredible work out of there so there's a lot of different things and that's just what four or five yeah we've got a couple hundred members there so there's a lot going on. There's a lot to to do. There's a lot of different ways uh, that I've been able to collaborate with a lot of the folks in there.
0: That, well, that's what I was wondering: is yeah. you know, being in that space, being surrounded by other people, mm-hmm. have you been able to build your business off of that as oh, well? for sure. And, and meet for sure.
1: People? I mean, you know, and and the, and the nice thing about that is when I went into Switchyards, I needed a I needed a space. I needed my own little office. I needed to kind of, you know, I worked from home for the first uh, for the first nine months that I was running you know, that I went full time. Sure. So I needed my own space, uh, if for no other reason than I was outgrowing that little office that I had at home. Um, but, you know, I didn't go in there to, you know, to make new business or, you know, mm-hmm. to to get new business or, you know, find new clients or whatnot. I just wanted a school space. And when I got a chance to just start designing things for, for Switchyards, kind of based on kind of the culture of downtown Atlanta, people started kind of taken notice you know atlanta and i weren't on the best terms up until a couple <laughs> of years ago i just it was it was a it was the big for me it was a big city you know it was adding a lot of advertising a lot of marketing and stuff like that but you go on the outskirts of the town in your east atlanta villages and your highland you know and stuff like that there's all these little shops doing mm. this incredible work and for me i almost felt out of place in atlanta but now i found I found my spot, I found my place, I've kind of found my people. Your island and, of misfit toys. Yeah, exactly. You know, right there at one fifty one Ted Turner. So um <laughs> it's um so it's it's kinda cool and, and, and weird and, and fun all at the same time. Um but uh you know, now you know, I can walk around Atlanta and I can see my stuff, you know, at different place in the city, whether it's a sticker that I design you know, up on this, you know, awesome little, you know, brick wall or something, or, uh, you know, the guy at my, uh, the sandwich shop I always go to wearing one of my hats, you know? Mm -hmm. So you never, you never know what you know, what's going to happen with a lot of that stuff. Um, but I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying the, the small part of,
0: of downtown that I call, uh, kind of call home. Gotcha. So, so now that you have your own space, Mm -hmm um you're 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 not working out of the office you're not moonlighting then this is getting back to what i was going to ask you mm-hmm. um how has how has that changed the design world for you
1: i don't know that um you know as, as far as changing how you know how i work or different things like that there's no change i mean i'm that's kind of this, like even going back to the name in the studio, temporary. I mean, I, the same good design, you know, wherever. But when I when I grew up, you know, I was a, I was a machinist. I worked with my dad, you know, worked in his shop and mm-hmm. everything. So everything there was, you know, we built it for a specific purpose. It was something we made with our hands. It was something that you know we had to lift and, and cut and you know uh, and, and deburr and all of these different things like <laughs> that. But what's happening is I'm getting a chance to to work with people that are turning things into actual products. And I'm not just talking about apps, mm-hmm. right? So I'm getting an opportunity to really see what I do become part of the ecosystem, whether it's uh, of Atlanta or Georgia or, um, you know, you know, or all over the U S which is neat. I mean, you know, when you're, when you're there and you're working from home and everything, I mean, you can have meetings and everything going back and forth and seeing prototypes and this and that. But when you're right there, you know, right in the middle of it, you can see the final piece and you can see the, the reaction of the people that are wearing it, or you can see the effect it'll have um, just on the culture on the common, you know, on the commonplace throughout there. And for me, that's, that's been pretty amazing.
0: Cool. Well, I know, you know, especially in the past six months, I've really seen an evolution in your style. Um, and, and not that you didn't have a style before, but it, a lot of the like icon pieces you've been doing lately and all that are really, they're really standing out. And and then and I think that's tough to do with icons. Because mm-hmm. there's so many icons that for lack of they, they look cookie cutter without trying to look cookie cutter, mm-hmm. but there's there's so many ideas that have been put out there on their own. Right. And you I think you've been doing a really good job of finding your own voice with that. Mm-hmm. Do you think that comes from being in a different environment?
1: I wouldn't say so. I mean, I've you know, I've enjoyed, you know, exploring you know every you know a lot of different directions especially um in the last two years and um you know i'm getting a chance to work with some really diverse companies you know mm-hmm. i don't have a niche market which is nice you know I, I get that question a lot of what's your favorite industry to work in uh-huh. and my you know I the have, one that's I, paying
0: you right now <laughs> whatever i'm working on
1: i mean i i don't have you know i want to do all food industry and in it which i've done before i don't you know all I'm, I'm starting to work on a lot more like outdoor um like outdoor uh mm-hmm. brands and everything and that's a lot of fun because um <clears throat> you know you got to look at this thing as, you know where it's being stuck or where it's being used or you know i mean i have to design a little logo that's going to go on uh, floating sunglasses I know it's literally like if they drop them in the water, like the sunglasses will float in the water. Okay. Right. So the little logo that goes on the side or, um, you know, the little brand that he's building off of that, you Mm -hmm. know, it's, it's a world that I don't know very much about. So, but I enjoy that. I enjoy the not knowing. I enjoy, uh, being, uh, kind of enabling myself to really be curious about, about this new industry, Mm -hmm. um, having that fresh view. And I think that, you know, you can go in and do some things that aren't normally done in in that industry or or whatnot, or, um, aren't seen as stylish, you know, at this, at this point. And, and that's the thing, you know, I, I, I move away from style. I move away, you know, from trads and, you know, trends and fads or whatever, Mm -hmm you know, trads or you know, Trans. friends or, or frads or whatever you want to call them, you know, but you know, you, so, so you step away from all that. And once you remove that from kind of your design vocabulary, there's a lot that opens up. You have to search harder. You have to search a little bit longer, but in the end, uh, in the end, uh, the product is going to come out, um, really, really, really nice.
0: Cool. So wrapping up real quick, um, what, what's in store for you, that, uh, we should be looking out for. Hmm.
1: Um, first of all, when is this thing going to go live?
0: Um, probably a week or two. Okay.
1: <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so I'm wor- right now I'm working on, uh, I'm working on a couple of, a couple of cool things. Uh, there's some places in Atlanta that I'm doing some cool stuff for, uh, but, uh, one that I'm working on right now, I just got my first, um, my first commission from the guys at uh, Johnny Cupcakes. That's awesome. Uh, so I'm working on a couple of shirts uh, for them right now. I'm, I'm finishing those up today and then uh, sending, it, sending them out. They'll be uh, you know for, the, for their Boston uh, flagship store, which will be pretty amazing. And nice. I have uh, my buddy Dale let me, uh, you know, told me a lot about what was going on and everything there and it's an incredible designer and illustrator um some of the stuff we've been sending back and forth over the last couple days has been hysterical but it's a great company to work for and uh, i'm enjoying the heck out of it so um i can't wait it'll be a while before some of that stuff drops but uh it's gonna be a lot of fun but other than that and then I'm, i'm expanding traject into a few things i'm still waiting to hear back from a few folks but uh you know, some more stuff coming with that this year. I've got some more prints, some some other things that I kind of do for my own mm-hmm. uh, that are on the way, and then um, I'm looking to do a couple more uh, speaking uh, speaking uh, gigs and whatnot uh, towards uh, towards the end of the summer. Awesome! So, uh, and then possibly uh, doing a little bit of teaching um, at uh, General Assembly in uh, in Atlanta. Oh, I'm that'll be very cool. I'm supposed to talk with them next week. So, there's a lot going on. This is you know, there, there's more going on now than there's, there's really ever been in my career. And, you know, I, I want more, you know, I want to, I want the variety. I want the, you know, I enjoy the consistency of having the work, but I really, really enjoy the variety of the, the people that are, that are coming to me or the people that I'm collaborating with. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff that's coming, that's coming, uh, towards the end of this year. I think I know I'm going to enjoy the heck out of it. So, uh, We'll see what happens awesome so where can people find you online um the studio you can go there um and then on dribble uh instagram and twitter i'm Uh at studio temporary um a lot of work you know post most most of my work and everything some few things knickknacks and whatever that i find and uh just have a good time
0: on there awesome scott thanks for taking the time
1: thank you man i appreciate it good to see you guys again and uh man welcome to creative south fellas
0: that's right go out and hug some necks doing it right now all right bye -bye. So, Alex, Jason, tell (laughs) everyone who you are.
2: Uh, I'm Alex Lazarus. I am a senior branding designer at twitch.tv. When I'm not doing that, I'm freelancing or trying to kill myself through
0: sports. Well, let's talk about the trying to kill yourself (laughs) through sports first, because you and I have been friends for a couple years now. Um, And and I see vicariously through you on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter that um, you're throwing a helmet into a trash can. (laughs) How did that happen? Um, As every
2: parent's dream, child sport. um, I decided that racing motorcycles would be way more fun if I just crashed more. (laughs) (laughs) So the other day I let my ambition outweigh my skill on the racetrack <laughs> way to put it. Um, yeah, I just tried to overbrake on a corner that I didn't need to. Uh, it's trying to pass a guy on the brakes and kind of overshot my turning <laughs> spot and then ended
0: up on the ground. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's, it's good. <laughs> uh, how, how badly did you get banged up? Uh, not too bad. Just like just a little road rash <laughs> here and there. No,
2: no road rash. My, um, I didn't break anything on my body because I have an airbag race suit. So it's got like an airbag tucked inside of it. Oh, seriously? Yeah. So it like protects all your like upper area. So Mm -hmm. your collarbones, your rib cage, your like chest cavities and stuff like that. Internal organs that you need. Yeah. Important things. It also helps like poof up a bit so you don't snap your neck as hard. Mm -hmm. Um, So just like a concussion, but it was good. Just a concussion. Just a concussion. Um,
0: Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. So. (laughs) Completely normal thing that happens to most graphic designers. Exactly, it makes it
2: really hard to design for the next week. <laughs> just I can imagine. Just in case you wanted to try that, a little hard to uh, focus and think. And yeah, thinking through like design solutions is very difficult when you can't when your brain's been bruised heavily. Exactly, but I've
0: recovered now, so I'm good. Now I can get back to training again for the next race. <laughs> <laughs> so on, on on top of the motorcycle racing. You also do longboard racing. Yep. Yeah. So, Uh, and you had a nice adventure over the summer.
2: Yeah. The uh, Middle Eastern summer, which is our our winter, Mm -hmm. I got to go to Dubai for the Middle East for like three weeks, two weeks, two and a half weeks. Um, Went with my buddy Riley Harris, who's uh, also on Line Yachts with me. Mm -hmm. Um, And we both took first and second together. So, it was really fun. It was great racing jet-lagged, like literally just jumped off a plane, got three hours of sleep, and then was at the racetrack at like 5 a.m., so <laughs> that was wild. And then we, we took first and second, so I can't complain, and then uh, we're planning another trip. I'll be going to Canada uh, late May, and then Czech Republic and Slovenia and a bunch of other like random European towns for three weeks in the summer to <laughs> go race some crazy stuff. So, obviously, Twitch has, like, the world's best vacation policy. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. they Because they are a Silicon Valley tech company, we have uh, unlimited vacation, which is pretty killer. And I think I'm definitely pushing (laughs)
0: what that boundary is right now. (laughs) You get some strange looks. (laughs) Exactly. So, I'm going to be gone for the next three weeks. (laughs) But you were just gone three weeks ago. Yeah.
2: When I am there, we're doing sprints pretty heavily, which is nice, but uh, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's nice for traveling. So, so, so getting off the adrenaline fuel and, and getting on to the actual uh work you do. So, as a senior brand designer, what are you doing over at Twitch? Uh, so right now we're kind of
2: trying to realign kind of business goals with what our brand is. Mm-hmm. Um, and trying to build out new systems that empower like all of our designers. We have about 50 designers, mm-hmm. um, and we've kind of been kind of stuck in what we did five years ago as a company. Sure. Um, so which means
0: that we- are, Which is like an eternity ago in a tech company.
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, even as a design system, I mean, that those trends are long gone. Yeah. So historically, we've used purple and a very blocky white logo mm-hmm. uh, as our basis of our brand. And so now we're trying to introduce new elements, whether it's typography or patterns or- like new animations or functions like that um, mm-hmm. to what our design teams can use. So we're trying to build out like a lot of stuff, and it's got a lot of different stakeholders, and it's it's
0: pretty beefy and big, but it's a lot of fun. Gotcha. And what is your role? Since you're a brand designer there, what is your role encompass? Yeah, so there's three on our brand team,
2: and essentially, so we've, we're all kind of sprinting on the same stuff for more or less, um, and that's trying to bridge the gap between the product and our marketing teams. So we have like an internal mm-hmm. uh, marketing department essentially, which is called Creative Services, and they they service all of our needs for trade shows or TwitchCon or whatever our marketing initiatives are, and then we have our product designers as well. Sure. So we're trying to figure out exactly what what typefaces will work for the product or the typeface will work for marketing and try to like bridge those gaps. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now we're trying to build out like a baseline for how typography is going to be working across both. And then we'll like eventually push it towards like maybe our new brand vision. So kind of unifying
0: everything across all platforms as much as possible. Correct. And historically... Twitch
2: has been very gaming focused, and mm-hmm. now we've started opening up to creative and streaming RRL. And then we just did the Iditarod uh, dog sled racing. Okay, so there's like lots of things, and I like as an athlete, I want to start streaming my races, right? Like, sure. I think that'd be great, and it would be a lot of fun to take people on a, this journey with me. You can so put like a, it's a
0: lot safer for them. GoPro with for a live me. stream on your
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly stuff like that would be awesome. So we're trying to like open up this funnel where you have to be a gamer to start doing gaming like work before you start doing creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, historically, when creative opened, it was like you have to be a designer that was already playing video games and you had to do video game specific design work or drawing or digital sure. painting. And so now we're trying to open up this floodgate and let people be like, no, you don't have to be specific to gaming, you don't have to do, um, anything related to that you can start crocheting whatever you want or whatever fits your (laughs) fancy or whatever you're passionate about share that with the the world 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 is needlepoint exactly
0: (laughs) needlepoint is crazy popular too i say that as we sit by a vending machine that literally has a needlepoint thing in it oh my gosh that's awesome (laughs) is that the the super team deluxe that is the super team deluxe so so switching, since we brought that up, let's talk about Super Team Deluxe and what you got to do with them. Oh, man. Uh, well, Justin and Raji last
2: year did the Star Wars thing, mm-hmm. and that was super rad, and that had a bunch of really cool designers in it. And I was like, dude, whatever you're doing next year, I want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they graciously gave me a spot to do uh, one of their Psy Fidelity pins, uh-huh. um, and that was super fun, super open to any ideas that anybody had. Originally I wanted to do like a Fahrenheit 451 kind of like matchbox or something, but was so very be, literary. <laughs> yeah. Like that book just holds a very special spot in my heart. So mm-hmm. I wanted to do something that was a homage to that. Um, but that was gonna be way too big of a pin. Yeah. I uh, can do that. Yeah. I don't know. You could do a matchbox that a small size. Yeah, you can, but I was trying to, I wanted it to be like, I wanted to pair that matchbox with like a strike anywhere match so you could light uh-huh. it. And so to have the rumble strips enough, to like to, to make it work was just gonna be kind of difficult yeah so then i, I fell back on to futurama which is my guilty pleasure that i obsessively watch there's all the time. nothing to be guilty about with that <laughs> futurama is a great show my guilt comes from how much i watch it
0: oh i can see that <laughs> i i i can definitely understand that so so, uh, got some work to do now. so as we talk about super team deluxe they all pile in and make a uh Made a lot of noise.
2: <laughs> Jeez, Raji,
0: Justin. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's all those guys. So yeah. so uh, we were talking about Futurama and your pin, and, and uh, then aside from it being your guilty pleasure, mm-hmm. what, what was it that made you choose Hypnotoad? Uh, I think I was already thinking
2: about this, like, propaganda, kind of Fahrenheit 451 or, like, Andre the Giant, Obey, kind of, like kind of watching you idea um sure so i was kind of going in the propaganda world and i was like oh well like hypnotode fits really well into like do this mind control type thing Mm -hmm. and so it just made sense for me to kind of start messing around with that and put it through a tv yeah and like kind of start if you're in a conversation with somebody and you're wearing on your shirt maybe like your conversation just so engaging that somebody's like (laughs) getting hypnotized by it i don't know
0: well, oh, that is one of my favorite episodes with the yeah. Hypnoted, so that, that it resonated with me. It's awesome. It's such a good one. <laughs> so, you know, aside from the exciting trips to Canada and the Czech Republic and all that, what what do you have coming down the pipe? Uh, I'm combining both pipe and pike there. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, and so, so what is coming up for you that um you're getting excited about whether it be you know more racing and flinging yourself on a stick down a hill yeah. or, or or motorcycles or design wise freelance yeah
2: i uh, recently just um i just now finished up a project for a skateboard company called capsule skateboards uh, and that mm. was Fantastic. Um, I did everything for the full branding, including seven of their skateboard decks Mm -hmm. and one longboard deck. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, That's going to launch this summer. And so I'm super amped to start getting more of that work in. Cool. It was like my first actual skateboard client Mm -hmm. in a long time. So it's like really refreshing to have (laughs) that work again. It's like, oh, man
0: so much fun it's I mean obviously a
2: passion of mine so
0: yeah I was about to say is that kind of like a dream job for you since that is uh, the passion
2: yeah it's funny that I ride for a longboard company and I've never designed any of the parts (laughs) but Brian (laughs) Steely and uh Derek uh Nelson is his last name Derek I think uh, I know you're talking about but I can't be sure his his design work uh They've both done a lot of work for land yachts, so uh-huh. it's like always great. I'm like, oh my gosh, you! I can't believe you designed this board that I love. So uh, <laughs> <it's> super <laughs> rad to always see that. So I'm glad I can finally start doing that for other people again.
0: Gotcha. So are there any challenges that come with designing for a skateboard or a longboard? Um, they both have similar
2: interests, but different kind of attitudes. Um, oh, so-, so like a, a skateboarder... Uh, designing the, for the audience on a skateboard um, can be somewhat challenging sometimes, um, especially for a company that's brand new, doesn't have yeah. any marketing clout, doesn't have any like, brand awareness. How do I design a board for a kid who's just starting at 8 to 6? Yeah. How do I design a, a graphic for somebody who's 16 to 24 that might you know, be going to a local skate shop and right. be like, oh, the, I want to grab that. Or like, how do you find those people that are super brand loyal to mm. element or, uh, zoo York or any other skate company? How do you pull them away from those? Sure. While also creating a graphic that they want to ride. Right. So, um, skateboards have a bunch of different sizes and a lot of different dimensions. Mm-hmm. Longboards. your graphic is about to be like one graphic per kind of type rather than sure. like reskinning it. Okay. Um, so it's, it's kind of interesting trying to like
0: navigate. Those kind of use cases. Sure, I can see that. Yeah. So, so what's been the most exciting aspect of it?
2: Uh, I think the most exciting part for me was designing the spectrum of uh-huh. targeting, kind of all the either newcomers or maybe like somebody who's in their. T- late 20s, 30s, 40s even, if they just want to start skateboarding now, like how do I design a graphic for all those different personalities? And it was like really fun kind of creating this sliding scale of like kind of quirky and weird to like minimal and simplistic and like filling all those gaps. And that was like, at the end of the day, I was like really happy with what I did. And then it's hard to find projects that at the end of the day, you're still happy with. Mm -hmm. So this is like one of them that I'm just like,
0: I would do this all day if I could, so yeah. Cool. So what, what should we be on the lookout aside from skateboard decks and um, possible broken bones? Hopefully not. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to curse you now that I've said <laughs> yeah, that. Thanks. I do not wish that on you. I actually hope the opposite. Yeah, thank you. So I'm going to go like say a prayer, rub a chicken bone all over my body, <laughs> um, which is really just me eating some fried chicken. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so good. But, yeah. but what, what can we what can we expect for you? Oh man, I feel like that's
2: that's encompassed a lot of like the next six months for me. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm starting to stream a lot more. Uh, I'm trying to like educate and teach people that are maybe new to graphic design and uh-huh. and stuff like that. So uh, in between all of that, it's really just racing and training and and taking on more and more like fun client projects. Sure. So yeah, I can't cool. really
0: complain. That's pretty. Sarah. <laughs> <Is there>, uh, <laughs> anything exciting out there that you are hoping to land that or or, on a wish list, I should say.
2: (laughs) I'm just hoping that I can get a snowboard client. That would be really ideal. That would be fun. Yeah. I was reading Draplin's uh, book over Christmas break and I was just like, oh my God, all of his snowboard work is so great. I was like, man, I need to get more clients like this. And then, yeah, As soon as I got off vacation, they were like, hey, skateboard project. So, more of that would be ideal. So, if anybody has any skateboards that need me to design, holla. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) So, speaking of holla, where can people find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter and dribble at Alex underscore Lazarus. That's L-A-Z-A-R-I-S. And behance.net slash Alex Lazarus. No underscores.
0: Gotcha, and, and and where are you on uh, Twitch I am
2: Twitch TV slash Lazarus, L A Z A R I S. You had
0: to pull some strings to get that uh, that <laughs> SEO, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, luckily, being staffed, that was that was an old account that I had for ages ago. That oh really? I didn't remember the password for so. <laughs> Support hooked me up. They're like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> hey, so well before I even interviewed here, yeah. I <laughs> literally, I think it was like back when there was still Justin TV and stuff. So
0: nice. I'm pretty happy that I got that one. Cool. Well, Alex, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me with the uh, cacophony that's going on around here of uh, everybody setting up. Um, guys. Yeah. The worst. The worst. So enjoy the rest of the conference and go out and hug some necks. Will do. Thank you, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate it. Bye. Bye. Find out more about Scott on Twitter at Studio Temporary. And Alex is on Twitter at Alex underscore Lazarus. And be sure to check out the links in the show notes for more ways to keep up with them. You can keep up with the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Creative S.O. Pod. And follow Creative South on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Creative South G.A. Or over at CreativeSouth.com. And I'm at J. Frostholm on Dribble, Twitter, and Instagram. For a limited time, new Skillshare customers can get their first three months for just 99 cents to get unlimited access to thousands of classes when you sign up at Skillshare.com using promo code CREATIVE SOUTH. What are you waiting for? Start learning today. And remember, if you like the show, help support us over at patreon.com slash Creative South. And if you like the Creative South podcast, head over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play Music. Rate us and leave a review. This helps more people find the podcast and allows us to keep getting awesome guests. Now go out and hug some necks.